0: Yeah, I I wasn't even recording. (laughs) Um, That would have been awful. Um, Out of the people of interest, um, Bernard Howell and Eric Lee Roberts, and then Jim Roth was brought up. And I thought in everything that I read that Jim Roth was the um, employee that she gave a ride home to.
1: No, uh, that is Matthew and he's not a person of interest. Okay. He was ruled out.
0: And he was, cause he was dropped off and then she went to the market and then she went home after that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And, um, who was Jim Roth? Was Jim Roth another guy that was, um, wasn't he supposed to hang out with her that evening?
1: Yeah. Or Jim Saturday? Roth was kind of a creepy guy that was infatuated with my mom that, He went on like one date with her because she, like, he, he, she was a pushover, I guess, in a way. Uh, He Uh convinced her to go on a date. Uh Um, but she wasn't into him or anything. She was just a really nice person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 That happens, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, and he's since passed away, but they cleared him in the beginning, right?
1: Um, they didn't. For the longest time, we actually thought it was him until Eric Roberts confessed.
0: Okay. But Eric, Ro- Eric Roberts was interviewed two weeks after your mom disappeared. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had said that um, he that they were just that they just said hi to each other at work because they were co-workers and that he, she had never been to his house. But yet it was said that she had dated his younger nephew at one point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So he lied about even having her at the house in the beginning, like first interviewed. And then suddenly in July of 2019, he decides he's going to confess, but he had two stories, right? When he, when he confessed in July of 2019.
1: Um, I don't think so. I think the two stories thing that you're talking about is when, um, Jim Roth, uh, explained what he was doing, um, and how he knew my mom and stuff. And he said that they went on a date and, uh, she went to his house and they tried to have sex, but he couldn't perform. That's right. yeah. And then he, a couple of years later, they, uh, interviewed him again. And he said that they did have sex. And then she left the same day when the first time he said he, she spent the night at his house. Okay. So.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then, uh, I can't believe that Eric Roberts is just out and they couldn't hold him on anything, but I also know that they dug up his property and Mm -hmm. they, they couldn't find anything there when they dug up his property. Was the fire pit still on the property that he kept that he had talked about before? Yes, it was. Okay. And they found nothing. I mean, it would have been 10 years later. I don't, I don't know how they, yeah.
1: How they would um,
0: find anything?
1: Yeah, I don't remember who I was talking with. Um, I think it was one of like the experts that we were looking into, and <laughs> they okay. basically said that ten years of continuous fires—like even if you did throw a body on there, ten or eleven years—is it's not going to be there anymore. There's going to yeah. be no evidence. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then what about with the DNA evidence or I don't even think they had DNA evidence at the time. I know they only had fingerprints on the mm-hmm. wine glass that was, and they, they were your mom's fingerprints, but that they were two wine glasses. And then there was an, there was two on the coffee table is what I have read and one in her bedroom and mm-hmm. but that all the prints on all the glasses were your mom's, correct?
1: Yeah, they were. Okay.
0: And so they, so if they're, for by any chance, if there was any DNA on the glasses, like if, you know, somebody drank it, but then your mom took it and like put it down or whatever, I guess DNA in 10 years, you can't really, those glasses probably are gone, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know if we still have the glasses. Um, we are still testing things. Right. Uh, it's just a super duper long process since it's a cold case and they yeah. need to test new cases.
0: Yeah. Um, so what is your gut feeling with Eric Roberts?
1: Um, so I, I feel like Eric Roberts did it, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to just focus on him because there's a small chance that he didn't do it and he's just a terrible person and lied.
0: Yeah. For attention or for whatever yeah. know, he wanted. Do you have a, um, a theory or a gut feeling about anything in the case like do you or do you not want to share that because you don't want to like kind of put those thoughts you know what i'm saying put those thoughts out there and then have people focus on that and then run with that (laughs) do you know what i'm saying Um, it's like when you're talking to people and you you ask leading questions but you you know i don't know
1: yeah uh i don't really have a gut feeling um i I have many like different feelings and different thoughts about the case, but I I don't, I haven't chosen a set idea just because it, there's so many missing clues.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I was, um, when I was reading and when your dad had called the police Um, when he realized something was wrong after he had brought you girls back, um, and then just knowing that he had to wait another 48 hours or the police wanted to wait another 48 hours before, you know, officially calling it, you know, Mm -hmm. persons. And even though that's no longer the case now, (laughs) do you think that hurt the case much? Like, had they taken it seriously from the moment your dad called and said, look, she's she never misses an exchange with the girls. Like there's mm-hmm. something wrong. Do you think that would have made a difference in it all? Or do you, would you rather not even play that? What if? Game?
1: Um, I actually don't know. I do know that the 48 hours is the most detrimental time. Yeah. Uh, to solving a case. Mm-hmm. But actually at the time, I guess to nine oh police were just behind on it, but the 48 hours, hours rule was uh dismissed January of 2009 I believe so okay so in March they they still said 48 hours but we didn't actually have to wait 48 hours oh
0: gosh well uh, I I wish I didn't know that now because that's (laughs) even more frustrating Is there a lead that you know of that you wish um, the police would have looked harder at or a lead that your dad knows of or that your family was like, look harder at this? Is there something that you guys saw or heard that you felt the the police should have focused more on or followed up more on?
1: Not my dad or me or anyone, mm-hmm. but I know my aunt Sharon from the beginning, uh, my mom's sister. Yeah uh said that they needed to look into eric roberts oh very beginning she said from the very beginning because my mom told her that she was hanging out with him at one time and so she's like you guys need to look into this guy and so the first detective dave haller interviewed him or talked with him and he ruled him out right away he's like he seems like a nice guy i don't think he did this
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, and how frustrating for your aunt too, especially yeah. in 2019 when he came back with a confession. How did she feel when that happened?
1: Uh, I mean, obviously we're, we were all relieved when it actually happened, but yeah. uh, the day after, yeah, she just, it was, it was bad. I mean, it was bad for all of us. We just oh, yeah. all felt terrible.
0: Oh, of course, of course. And then the Bernard Howell theory and all of that, um, that I know that he denies anything. I know he's in jail for a separate uh, crime that he committed um, Mm -hmm. that was similar. But your mom did have meat in her freezer and then I heard Crime Watch say, uh, well, she shouldn't have had it in her freezer because she was a vegetarian. But then I thought, but she has kids. So if even if she was a vegetarian, she probably still fed her kids meat. So of course they would have that. So um do you not feel Bernard Howell would, had any involvement in it?
1: Uh I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. The whole vegetarian thing my dad came up with cuz okay. uh I mean I mean she was weaning out meat at the time uh, but she still ate like chicken and seafood and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah. That, that's basically what we bought. They said they found steaks too, but I don't remember her buying steaks. Okay. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I don't think he did it, uh, simply because he was so, uh, I guess, clumsy. Yeah. With, uh, his first crime.
0: Yeah.
1: And this one, I feel like we would have found her right away. Oh, if exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: and then I also think too, a guy like him would have, confessed or, I mean, cause he's in jail anyways. So what would, you know, you yeah. have to, there would be nothing for him to lose basically. If yeah. he, if he said he did have involvement in that. Um. So can I ask more personally, like how old were you when you really understood kind of like the, cause you know, as a little kid, it's hard to kind of, wrap your brain around that, right? Yeah. So how old were you and your sister when you guys really kind of understood everything that was happening and just the gravity of it all?
1: Um. Gosh, well, not when I was nine, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe around... 10 or 11, I guess, mm-hmm. like pr- pretty soon after. I yeah. feel like my, my sister didn't say when, but I'm pretty sure she kind of had an idea of what was going on mm-hmm. uh, when it happened just because she was already 11.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and she was almost 12 at the time too. So
0: yeah. And that's just, those are hard years too, as a, as a girl and nine to 11, that's like, ugh. That, that has to be hard and still hard. Um, and I know that your parents were separated at the time, but how did your dad, um, handle just all of it? And so, like, I'm sure it's hard on all of your family, but I'm sure it hits differently with different people in the family.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I'm sure it hit your mom's sister harder and then you girls and then your dad, like how's, how's your dad and how, how did that, did because, you know, you were with your mom mostly during the week, and then you were with mm-hmm. your dad on the weekends. So mm-hmm. then now you're with your dad all the time. And on top of that, you have this, you know. So how was all of that for you guys?
1: My dad was, like, really, really just scared mm-hmm. uh, at, at the beginning. Um, And, I mean, even before she went missing, he would say that he wished uh, – we spent more time with her and he tried to find ways for us to spend more time with her just because he had us on the weekends, So he had the full day with us and yeah. she only had us on weekdays.
0: Yeah. And she had to work. and you know, Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, so he, I mean, he kept his cool around me and my sister, but I'm sure nights crying. He was angry. He was angry with himself, just angry at the world, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure you have had moments like that yourself. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend to think I know how it's been for you or anything like that. Um, Ultimately, what is one thing that you want everyone to know or understand about your mom and who she is?
1: Just that my mom was a really good person and she'd never intentionally leave. Uh, This definitely had nothing like, Sorry, I'm bad at explaining things. No, uh-huh, <laughs> you're not.
0: I'm bad at talking. So it's perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just she, she would never leave us. It, obviously, someone had to have done something and taken her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she was very trustworthy and just a wonderful, bubbly, happy person in general.
0: What's the last memory that you have uh, with your mom? I'm sorry if that's too personal, but um, I just <laughs> want to know more about your mom.
1: Gosh, I, I don't really have like a, a timeline because I just remember things that yeah. happened.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I guess one of the things I remember is I would have these concerts for her. I'd put in like a SpongeBob CD and I'd sing <laughs> to her and dance around and she'd sing with me. Aww.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, I know police, you know, and you and you and I talked um, on Facebook uh, when I watched the Crime Watch uh, episode and they focus on so much on trying to spin the narrative as if she had like a double life or something, which I don't feel has anything to do with any of it um, or what they found. I think that's just a show trying to create, you know. Yeah, it's not
1: even like she had a double life. She was just dating.
0: (laughs) She was newly, she was single. And on the weekends, you were with your dad. So, yeah, she could, she was able to go out. And that was, you know, anyone. I mean, I mean, that's normal. That is like completely 100% normal. So with cases like these, cases that are cold, I always feel like there's someone out there that knows something that has like the missing piece and mm-hmm. they just need to hear like the right, like whatever, like be in the right place at the right time to like trigger A memory or trigger like a a piece of information, right? So Mm -hmm. let's say there's someone who hears this or any other podcast or news story that has been done on your mom, and they think they have info, but they're not sure if it's important, what would you say to them?
1: Um, If you have any info, or think you have any info or something that we don't know, or you think we don't know, or anything important to the case at all, uh, just call the Thurston County Sheriff's Office, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then I have a Facebook page uh, called Where's Nancy Moyer, and you can message that or you can message me on Facebook, uh, Sam Moyer, just reach out any of those ways. Mm hmm. Um, and I'm
0: gonna, we're gonna put all of that information, the Thurston Police Department information, the case number, your Facebook web page when we um, post the the podcast when we do this episode, so mm-hmm. that we'll have all that information on there too.
1: So okay, awesome
0: so that they can reach that and then um, let's see anything else you feel it's important for us to know or important for me to focus on with this episode I just really I want to help get her name out and help I know her name is out there I know a lot of people have done lots of pieces on her but I think Mm -hmm. um, it's important just to keep it going though because like I said someone out there knows something so um, is there anything else you can think of that you would want um, us to mention or say
1: not really that I can think of <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: do you get any tips on the Facebook page you have do you get anybody saying giving you any information
1: uh not yet uh but I did just create it like three days ago so. oh you
0: did so when I found it yeah. you created it Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so weird (laughs) because I had her on, on, like, we have, like, um, a running list of ideas of cases to cover, and she was one of them. You just happened to create your page. That's (laughs) that's crazy. So you say you've been only three days, okay?
1: Yeah, she already has over a 1,000 members. That's awesome. Or likes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That is
0: so, that is awesome. When did um, the Hide and Seek podcast come out?
1: Uh, that came out in March of 2019. Okay. Because uh, that was the 10 year mark. So that's when James decided to put it out.
0: Okay. And he interviewed um, Roberts, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, how was, the, how did he say that went? What was the general feeling he got from Eric guilty. <laughs> yeah, so he um, kind of feels that too.
1: Yeah, he even played a clip of me on his podcast for Eric, uh mm-hmm. of him asking these really personal questions and I uh-huh. kind of was crying in it uh-huh. and uh y- you see Eric's face and he's kind of just looking away and like not really listening and uh-huh. it's obvious that he's just ignoring that like so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Had no Eric reaction. never
0: Eric never uh, married or anything like that. He doesn't have any kids, right? Or does he?
1: He does have kids. I don't know if he ever married. Um, he has an ex girlfriend, though.
0: Yeah, I, I read about the girlfriend in 2014 who came out and said that he had been a little handsy um, mm-hmm. and kind of his uh, when he drinks, what he's like. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I read a little bit of that. So, and so he's in, so we, you, he's in Tonino now? He's in the same?
1: Uh, yeah, he's in Rochester. It's uh, 15 minutes away from Tonino.
0: And he can't, this is gonna, I don't even know how this is gonna sound, but he can't contact you guys, right? He can't.
1: No, he can't. Um, and I don't think he wants to, but I have, he doesn't have social media or anything. I've looked. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I bet. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, I was recently talking to uh, Detective Hamilton, the detective on the case now. And uh, I-, I told him that and he said that he's been thinking about stopping by his house and talking to him, too. So, Yeah, I wonder what more they can do.
0: I mean, what, what did they, have? They told you I know they need like substantial evidence, right? They need mm-hmm. something to put on him. Have they told you like what what what's even the smallest thing that could consist of?
1: Not really. They, I mean, it just, I think it has to be DNA evidence. They have to find evidence of uh, my mom's DNA evidence at his house from the items that we took from his house or uh, they tested, I think my mom's bed sheets and stuff from my mom's house, or they are going to test those. And uh-huh. if his DNA popped up on those and we know he came to our house and at that point, it's a conviction so
0: so frustrating that this just like so frustrating that there is like there has to be something i feel there has to be something
1: well it's really frustrating that he didn't even like get fined for false confessing and he didn't even get like nothing he, no he scot free <laughs>
0: That is crazy. But didn't they find also illegal firearms in his house and they didn't even charge him for that?
1: Nope. They dropped those. Why? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things that you see, like sometimes on shows where they're like, yeah, we'll just, we'll drop. They're playing the nice guy in, in hopes that he'll mess up somehow. Or like, why can't they, you would think.
1: Yeah. I, I really have no idea. Yeah.
0: And, um, oh, in one of the things they were talking about a date that your mom had written on her work calendar, but they <laughs> couldn't make it out. And it was for either that Friday or Saturday. And <laughs> Did anything come of that? Or was that just like, she just was probably writing on something else and it kind of bled through.
1: Um, what they thought it was is, uh, she, Jim Roth said that she was supposed to have a date with him that weekend. So we think that's what it was.
0: Okay. And do you know if it was that Thursday or fr- or Friday or Saturday because I've heard both.
1: Yeah, I've heard both too. Yeah. So we <laughs> uh, I I think it's a whole uh changing his story thing cuz at um, first he said he went to the house on no. I don't remember if he said Friday or Saturday first, but he said he went to the house on one day and saw the door was open and left. And then he also said that uh, when they questioned him later that uh, he went to the house on a different day, looked inside, walked around, saw she wasn't there and then left and Uh, left the door open.
0: Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. And then then the first detective was kind of gauging the timeline on your mom's thermostat that Mm -hmm. he said went up at, was it that Friday night that there was a spike in the thermostat or was it the next day?
1: It was Friday.
0: Friday night. Okay. Yeah. Cause they think somewhere around like the neighbor heard that just one person say, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they are not sure if it was your mom or not. Right. The neighbor wasn't at nine or nine 30. Right. Is that the time that they're thinking?
1: Um, I think it was later than that. Cause the cop that was running radar by our house said uh-huh. that he saw my mom coming in around nine or nine thirty. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. With um, her groceries, right. That's when, yeah. She okay.
1: So I think, I think he said around 11, if okay. I remember.
0: Okay. But your um, mom's car was there. So she would have had to have yeah. in somebody else's car.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, uh, I mean, he didn't even look out the window. He just heard it. And what he, he thought he heard my mom. But it also could, could have been. maybe not have been my mom. <laughs> uh, was your mom, because t- rem- I know that
0: all of her stuff was left at home, her purse, everything, her keys. Is your mom the type of person that if someone said, hey, listen, I need your help really quick with something. Can you come with me? Is she the type of person that would have dropped everything to go help somebody
1: I believe so. And, um, one of the things that was weird is her cigarettes were outside on her chair. So I, I'm pretty sure she must've been outside smoking at the time Gross. when they pulled up. Uh uh-huh. Um, and that's why everything's in the house. The cigarettes were still in the chair.
0: Yeah. So. So maybe she was outside having the cigarette and then someone came and
1: just- yeah, that's my theory. At least <laughs> yeah,
0: there was no forced entry. There was, there was nothing. She walked out of the house basically.
1: Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Um, well, wow. I am still shocked that you created that Facebook page three days ago. And then the other case that you highlighted today on your Facebook page, um, somebody that, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, what, what case is that again? Uh,
1: that's Karen Bodine's case. Okay,
0: that's right. I liked her page. And so I saw that on there. And so I'm going to, I'm going to look at that next. So how do you okay. know her? Uh,
1: she was actually, so when we set up CrowdSolve, uh, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be on just my mom, uh-huh. but uh, we were setting that up starting in June uh-huh. and then July, <laughs> Eric confesses yeah. mm-hmm. and we're like, crap, we can't give them the entire case file anymore. We got to find another case because it's in October. Yeah. And so uh, Detective Hamilton went through a bunch of cases and chose Karen Bodine's case. So I met uh, her kids at CrowdSolve.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: And uh, me and Carly, her oldest daughter, have just been in touch ever since. And she's kind of inspired me to start reaching out to more people and doing more That's of this stuff.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, I am happy that, um, I'm going to be getting to put it out there. I'm really excited to be doing, um, to be highlighting your mom's case so we can get her name out there so more people can hear it. And so hopefully I'll put your Facebook, um, her Facebook page on there and then the mm-hmm. Thurston police department. Is there any other, um, information you want on there too that we can add to the to the episode notes so people can access
1: i don't think so
0: i guess if the you if the Financy moyer facebook page is there i'm sure if they needed more information of where to go it would be on the on the facebook page too right yeah if, like there was something we were missing yeah and then the thurston
1: police department and then
0: I have the case number, um, and Ben Elkins, is he the detective right now?
1: Uh, Mickey Hamilton is the detective okay. right now. Ben okay. Elkins was the second one.
0: Was the second one. Okay, can yeah. you give me the name of the current detective again?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if his real name is Michael, but we call him Mickey, M-I-C-K-E-Y. Okay. And then, uh, his last name is Hamilton. Hamilton,
0: Okay. Thank you, Sam, for talking to me. I know I sound very bumbly, um, but it's because I was super nervous to talk to you.
1: <laughs> uh, that was
0: fine. Uh, And, and uh, I hope that um, I bring more interest and like your mom's name out there so more people hear it so it doesn't, so we can find more information so we can get, you know, get answers for you and your family because I know that's all you guys want.